Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I think I am going to use my bottle cap. I have to pull out all the stops. Okay, so that'll give you a plus eight. As the Slayer fought against the charms of the Naga. The gunslinger means to kill me. Take him out. And you fight against that urge. Sorry, sorry, love. The knight continued his descent into insanity. And he starts to, like, move to attack Nestor and uh, Lexington won't allow it. Lexington, follow my orders! And he just smashes Lexington. Oh, no! With the butt of his pants. Oh, no. This is so tragic. Natural 20. Oh, Oh, come on! But just as the gunslinger hit his target... 19 critical threats. Oh! oh, All you need is one shot, but you're the bear! Well, I'm going to use another prismatic spray, then, if that's what we're doing. No! The serpent introduced a new ally. It appears, like I said, right next to Metra and... Nesta. Nestor. For one thing, you can almost see through it. Oh, come, come on. on! The adventure continues. And it looks like this. Oh! Oh my god. That looks like Way a worse. shadow demon. No. Now listen, where last week may have been the first Giant Slayer episode of the new year, today is the first Giant Slayer recording of the new year. And I just want to say one thing. My holidays were amazing. (laughs) My New Year's was amazing. And do you know why? Do you know one of the many reasons that it was so great? Chocolate. Uh, Why? Because I didn't have to play Pathfinder. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not nice at all. (laughs) See, here I was looking forward to today. (laughs) Yeah, I was too. Well, I think that that's why. Yeah. I'm excited to play. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think we've been working. We've been doing so much of this, especially over the last year. And I think that a break was warranted and badly needed. When I left last session, I drove home with one mantra. I hate this fucking game. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And it's not the game's fault. It's not the game's fault. It's the... It's our fault. It's, tell us it's our fault. Well... It's Matthew, so that's what I see yeah, coming. I see it coming. It, or a little bit of Joe is going to be sprinkled in there. Yeah. It's mostly Matthew and Joe's fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I... I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm actually very excited to play today. And that's what you need. You need some space. We never get yeah, the space. We never get the space. Um, yeah. We recorded Skids game the other day. It was just nice to get back in the flow. Yeah. But... In the throes of it, there's a lot of reasons why I don't enjoy it the same way I used to. Uh, And uh, part of it is the people that are angry at the way we play the game. You know, it's one thing to have a backseat GM. It's another thing to have thousands of backseat GMs. Uh, And that's what I have, which is whatever. It doesn't bother me because like, well, no, it does bother me. It clearly does. Well, here's why it bothers me. He's so unbothered. Look at him. Here's why it bothers me. I've never seen someone so unbothered. I know. He's so calm. Look at his face. Here's why it bothers me. It doesn't bother me because I'm like, I'm not. Is Troy asleep right now? (laughs) Let me explain. (laughs) There are people who listen to the show that don't give a fuck when we mess up rules. And to those people, I love you more than anyone else that listens to this show. But 
there are people who get really upset when we screw up rules. And I still want to provide a good experience for them. And it's difficult. It is very difficult to do those two things, especially because we don't have a lot of experience with high-level play. But it's also hard because I think you guys, uh, we play a different game. I want to make things as hard as possible. And I think you guys, and this is not a, uh, a comment on you, want to make things as easy as possible. And I think that that sort of back and forth between us creates a, a sort of uh, powder keg where there's just a lot of uh, gamesmanship going on where I'm like, I don't want to make the ruling that I want to make because I don't want to upset my friends. And then sometimes I do things that I'm like, man, that wasn't the right. I'm making bad tactical decisions because I don't want to make Grant angry or something like that. And then like other times I'm making rules decisions that I feel like are the right rules. And I'll be like, Joe will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you sure about that? You sure you're doing that right? And that doesn't help. That doesn't help me. (laughs) It's one thing to have Joe Schmo on the subreddit complain. But sometimes you are doing it wrong. But like that's my mistake to make. Yeah. And then you go, oh, yes. True. Thank you. True. But sometimes you're just like, nope, you sure about that? I'm like, yeah, I am sure about that. And and that's when it gets like, it gets annoying. So just so I'm clear, you no longer wish to be questioned. <laughs> no, no, I want to be. Questioned. Never wanted to be questioned. <laughs> I want to be questioned. I, what frustrated Just me? Not with, by you. Yeah, not by you. <laughs> not by Joe or any of the people that listen. To or the show. anyone listening. <laughs> as long as no one ever questions me, we should be fine. <laughs> Let's just get a list, an approved list of of questioners. Well, here, I think that allow us. Here's the, like the people allowed to sit in uh, in the White House briefings, right? Like the, the press that's allowed. Security, in. like uh, yeah. Another thing that annoyed me is like last session, I edited the show, and I knew I was like, this is gonna be a fucking annoying. Because what the audience doesn't listen to is all the times we stopped and restarted it with me being like, I fucked that up. Or like, oh, no, you can't do it. I got to go back and do this. And I'm just like, I don't enjoy playing it this way because I'm so concerned about trying to get it right. And when we fuck up, I got to go back and redo things. It just gets fucking annoying because I want to do it right. Um, but then there's times where I'm like, I'm doing this right. And people are still giving me shit. Like Charm Person, for example. Mm. I'm doing it correctly. If you don't like it. I'm sorry, but this is how Order of the Amber Die did it. Now, listen, I think I clarified it last week that it's not like Dominate Person. It's just that he, uh, Nestor, is the Naga's new friend. And if Baron's going to try and kill the Naga, Nestor is going to stop it without trying to kill Baron. But he might accidentally kill Baron, like what happened in the Order of the Amber Die game. So if you're telling me (gasps) I'm wrong, then you're telling me that the guys that know this game better than anybody are wrong. I would like to offer a perspective, but I would not like to step on your axe if you're not done grinding it. No, no, I've got plenty of axe to grind, but I I need a break. I think the thing that you should keep in mind is that the experience we're offering our listeners, the way I always describe this show to someone who's never listened to it before, is not that we are the best Pathfinder players that ever existed. No. You don't just say you're a mailman and walk away? Because that's what I do <laughs> that would save me a lot. That is a way better alternative. That explains why you drove that white Jeep to the recording today, yeah. Joe. At the seat My, with uh, the driver's boy, wheel been, on the wrong side. That would have been a way simpler mortgage process. Uh, yeah, for sure. No. It's like, what do you do? Like giving a loan to what? Yeah. <laughs> The thing I you want say, money from the bank. <laughs> <laughs> so, I always say we are trying to simulate the experience 
of you sitting around with your friends mm. playing games as if you're at a table of your of your close buddies playing this game you all enjoy right are you going to get everything right no are you going to try to get everything right yes are you going to try to try to learn and get better yes but are you going to continually mess up sure and that's that's what happens in a lot of people's games. Yeah, the problem right? is with a lot of these myopic uh, listeners is that when we get something wrong, wrong equals it's bad. You're a bad person, and you should die. I don't think that's actually. I think you're overthinking it a bit. No, I might, have have you guys have you guys seen Ted Lasso? You yeah. caught yes. up on Ted Lasso. No, yes. I haven't. Uh, Ted Lasso season two. We need to hire a team therapist, and we need to slowly break <laughs> Troy down, just like how Ted Lasso doesn't want to see her for. For the longest time, and yeah, then he it finally is. has it, and it's and like then he exactly. It's like his, it's his number one plot for most of that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I would like to take uh, an argument to something that you said earlier. You defined our relationship, and I think it would might there might be another layer to it that you're not really factoring in. I guess it could be oversimplified as being we like the game easy and you like the game hard. I don't necessarily agree. I you're think, paraphrasing what I said. Well, that's kind of, that's what you said. I'm saying <laughs> that I... <laughs> Too bad we don't have this recorded. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. This is hearsay at this point. There's no way to prove what anyone said <laughs> or didn't say. I believe that we like to have fun playing the game, mm-hmm. and you hate us having fun <laughs> playing the game. Well, it's just like... That's where the, that, that clash keeps coming there's a problem with consistency though right because if we're trying to do it by the book then it doesn't allow for as much leeway with fun and if you get to have fun then why can't i have fun do you know what i mean like there's it's hard to stay consistent with that if rule- i'm having fun you need to be having fun that's the gm's job if no, the no, players I- are having fun no I you're understand. doing it right i understand but i think that this game's rules are too restrictive to allow for too much mamby pambiness uh, at this point in the game. Yeah, but the rules restrictiveness level is determined solely by you. And you, if that's the way it's going to be, then we just shouldn't, you know, kind of be in your game. But that said, I mean, there's definitely uh, work to be done. On I think that I'm personally getting better at it. I've, I've been trying. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting better at, at liking the challenge. What I don't like, I like challenge. I like difficulty. What I don't like is unfun challenge yeah but you have no consistency because you'll be like that's not the rules but then i'll be like all right roll to see if you hit lexington or baron you're like he would never hit lexington i'm like well maybe he would you know what i mean yeah but then i did like i mean you did but you your your gut reaction was like well i wouldn't hit lexington i would only try to kill barrington 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 Barrington. Barrington. you know what i mean like you were probably the least consistent of all uh because you're irish Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Remember that's how fair. We, remember how we had to define ad hominem <laughs> the other day? Yeah. That, has, that hasn't come out yet. That hasn't come out yet. Uh, yeah, it'll be guys, out soon enough. You all can look forward to that. Uh, yeah. Raiders of the last Anyway, I, mean, I, I think, you make, way, show, I think uh, you make way too much out of these criticisms uh, you, online. It's ridiculous. You're both exactly the same amount of inconsistent. Yes. That's, you I are exactly the same, and you're both chasing your own satisfaction, which is fine. But, like, to say that you are any more consistent than Joe is not the case. Do you know what you do, Grant? I'm going to do you. Sure. Like, oh, you can take three attacks in a room without uh, provoking an attack of opportunity? That's cool. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> That's the Grant. That's yeah. the Grant. <laughs> Passive-aggressive. I think you got the rule wrong. You got the rule wrong, I think, but I'm not going to say it. Maybe if I say it this way, you'll Google to make sure. <laughs> and every time I do... <laughs> And then I just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Could I uh, throw one more thing into the pot? 
please, please. It's a fun pot. It's it's a fun pot. I think you you feel attacked yeah. by this online by this online criticism. Sure, but like I don't and, care about and by your player. I, but I don't care about me. We have a very successful business. What I care about is creating an experience that everyone will enjoy. And right now, there is a small, very small. Uh, lonely group of people who don't enjoy the show. And uh, I want them to enjoy it too. Do you see movies that get anything less than 100% on Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes or a 10.0 on those things and think they're failures because they didn't get absolutely universal acclaim? Because I think we're in... I'm not trying to say you're bad or wrong or anything here. That's how I'm I think. Again. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to say this was the argument. I, I, I think, think you might be bad. Or He's or just wrong. effectively doing it. No, no, no. But if, if a movie gets like 87% on Metacritic and the critics that That's you a care about. spectacularly good film. Right. And if we're around <laughs> that same area, like, why aren't you happy? In the past same year, way? I've seen f- 65 Hallmark movies and Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> And Spider-Man Far From Home was the worst of all those movies. Uh, so bad example. But with games, with video games, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, if it's not a 10 out of 10, it better be a very high 9 out of 10 across the board. Well, here's the thing. The, it's a very basic concept that I, I'm sure that you would agree with. I just don't understand why. Well, it, your, your perfectionist thing is, mm-hmm. is always there. But like you know that it is going to drive one absolutely out of their mind to try to please everybody. We we know that. And in fact, what you're going to do is displease all of the people that already like what you're doing. Sure, 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 sure. You know, this very conversation, I believe there's plenty of people that don't ever care are rolling their eyes. Like no one gives a shit about the rules. Just laugh and have fun and play the game. The majority. Yeah. Right. So like, why are you turning them off now? Trying to please the other ones. Like you can't please everybody. May I continue with my ladle? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, it sounds like you feel attacked by these by these people, and you and you're equating that with you made this mistake. You're a bad person. I would argue that's not necessarily what they're saying. But but what I'd argue the greater point here is I don't necessarily think that decreases their level of enjoyment. Like for some people, like no, they still they want to have a critical. This is their eye. most fun thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they want to have a critical. They want to consume the things they consume with mm. a critical eye, much as you do. Yeah, sure, sure. And I think you know they, that they get to voice those opinions online. It's fine. Yeah. I also think like, and they, it gives them a moment they can feel superior. It's just like I know more than these guys who are like the show I listen to, and I can point yeah, out yeah, their yeah. flaws. Yeah, and and I mean, how many times have we learned from that? In a positive way. For sure. That we've been like, oh, holy shit, I never knew that spell was third party. I would never (laughs) have known Stalwart was third party if, you know, it wasn't uh, shouted out on there. So I I do think that there are some people that bring a tone that is just like, oh, you're just an angry person. Uh, And then there's some people that are just like honestly, you know, wanting to help. Yeah. And yeah, you're diligent about checking checking this. Oh, stuff. I read everything. I read everything, which is you know, which is, has some pros and cons. But I like to learn. I like to get a, my finger on the pulse of what people uh, like and don't like. But I don't change anything based on that. I just take it in. Uh, I push it down. I push it down. <laughs> I push it down. Until down. I bitter little ball until I explode like this at the beginning of a show. Most yeah. of my feces is black. I add it to my collection of ulcers. <laughs> the rest um, is bloody. You know, I guess it's just stressful because the stakes are, as we get closer to the end of this, I feel like the stakes are so impossibly high. And that's just because what I put on myself. This is why I'm like violently ill before every live show. Um, I just, I want to, I want to do a good job. You know, when you 
you want to, I know we'll stick to landing story wise and that's really all I care about. But, uh, I just want to make sure that we're as diligent as we can with the rules. And I'm mad at myself when I have to edit like last week's episode. I'm like, man, if I just hadn't fucked that up, this would have been an easier edit and a cleaner show and a more enjoyable experience yeah, I for can't. us at the table. Like I didn't enjoy last week's episode cause I kept fucking stuff up. Most of which didn't even make air. It's just, it's hard. Cause there is this tension, especially at higher levels of getting these increasingly more complex rules right and maintaining the flow of a story. Yeah. And keeping you know the drama that, you know, active and everything, yeah. You know what, Troy? Yeah. You're doing a good job. Doing you are doing a good job. job. Like, we don't say... The thing is, is I like... You know what? Let's we've just take it. I appreciate that, but I don't need that. Yeah, we, that's we, no we've established this rivalry here, like this sort of antagonistic relationship as players with your GM style that we yeah. don't say enough that you know you do do an amazing job at this that's very nice right and i appreciate it. and i that. know you don't need it I, yeah I, you don't need it but it's it still needs to be said i well, think thank you i appreciate that skill. and all of you out there uh, with your your snide comments that i don't he says that you make <laughs> you 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 also should tell him how good he is <laughs> sometimes you know can we get a troy appreciation would thread kill you for would once it, would it murder your family <laughs> would your family die if you said something nice about troy Troy and these message boards, wherever they are. Come on, people. Well, no, let me just say something real fast. This is all bringing up a lot of like self introspection, not only as a player, but when I've GM'd and stuff. Uh, and I, I, it's just, it's a lot easier said than done. When you are in it and you are doing it, it is almost impossible to get everything right because there's two, A, there's too much to get right. Yep. B, there's too much action happening and you don't want to stop the flow of the action as a GM. The players are moving, the action's moving and you don't want to break that up constantly. Sometimes that stuff, the action is at odds with the rules. Right. And exactly. you have to like make a call. And then you find out that you screwed up a rule and I'm not saying that just like, don't let it bother you. It's just rules. It doesn't matter. Even though that's how I feel. <laughs> I know exactly how frustrating it is when you mess up a rule that really impacts your enjoyment in a negative way, yeah. whether it's you should have made something harder for the players or you should have made something easier for the players. It can go either way where you screwed it up and you're like, uh, you have to undo this, this uh, fiction that you had started to create. Uh, it creates a lot of stress. And yeah. I've gotten very angry as a GM too of uh, mistakes I've made. And uh, it's, there's no easy solution. I think it's part of the game. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's also stressful because like I'm, I don't think I've made this uh, a secret. I'm actively trying to kill some of you in this combat. And I don't want to do that because I, and because of a fudge. You know what I mean? If someone's going to yeah. die, I want to make sure that I did everything as, as clean as possible. But I'll tell you what, what really is, is the stem, the, the, the heart of all this, because at the end of the day, I enjoy playing this game with my friends. It's our game. You know what I mean? And, uh, if we're having fun, that's all that matters. Um, obviously we want to be successful with it, but what bothers me is when there's only so many channels for our fans to engage and you go on these channels and it's a lot of just bitching and complaining and like uh you know well that's what you're highlighting there is a lot there are yeah, other great so is stuff. i think there actually was a troy appreciation post at, at least once or no, twice no i know i understand that but like there i want our, our our fans who enjoy the show who don't give a shit about this to be able to engage and i think they come on to and they're like i'm not going anywhere into the subreddit and the people I, mean, I don't even want to go on the discord or at least not the the fan run discord and that's that's a bummer for me because like i want our fans to be able to engage more and i think a couple of let's call them bad apples are making it harder for people to do that with their constant like uh criticism hmm. 
I don't yeah. care about you criticism. Also, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know? But that it criticism really also attracts people in who come in and say, no, actually, I disagree. And I think it was awesome. For sure. So for if sure, that for didn't sure. exist. People who are on Reddit in the first place are there for spirited debate. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, some people take it too far, but like they're there because they want to get into these conversations. Yeah. It's like, it's like Troy shows up to TikTok and it's like, why aren't these people wearing more clothing? <laughs> right. This I, I don't understand. Place. I wanted to see more of that. Why was it so short? I guess it's just this like, <laughs> exactly. all these videos. <laughs> it's this excessive need to really, try really cut off there. It all comes from this. Obsessive... This movie theater is only showing feature length things. <laughs> it all comes from this obsessive need to want to make the fan experience uh, as, as amazing as possible from start to finish yeah. and as we continue to grow there's going to be more and more people uh, I mean we just made this huge announcement that the, the stream of blood crew is coming over yeah. I don't want these very kind people to be turned off by some of the some of the people who just get take it a little too far because it really I, I say it doesn't bother me because it doesn't bother me personally it bothers me as a, a business owner and as an entertainer because I'm trying to put on the best show as possible and I want to make sure that everyone enjoys it and that people continue to engage with our content without being like oh man these 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 couple of these guys all they care about is that uh, that guy uh, yeah but Troy I mean, they, you, they are engaged they are yeah, the thing it's for sure like, that's for why sure. for me because it does bother me when I read stuff like that that's why I had to just back away from any feedback mm -hmm. i like i i don't I, I i don't look at the facebook page i don't look at the message boards i don't look at comments on anything on the videos like i that nothing i had to back away completely because i really took that stuff to heart and it hurt me and it got me very angry and it was bad for my mental health so i had to just quit completely and yeah. it's like maybe it's like now i'm not like as attuned to things that i could be doing better like any of the shows but like i had to do it yeah because it was just like it did bother me like so much so it's i'm i i don't I, like i couldn't do what you do i mean i also yeah. want to point out we're making something for public consumption there for are, sure you're never going to have a one as grant was pointing out you're never going to have 100 of people feeling one way or the other but if yeah, you have yeah. but if you have an, an incredibly engaged community yeah, that's the thing then you're doing something right that's so right. i yeah, think yeah. i think right. you're never like if you're gonna I, I i think you're saying i think you're saying something that you should aspire to which is like i, I it's you don't want to try to cater to one side or the other. You want to create the best experience you can. And I think that's what you it's always been your mission. And I think we, we can always learn more rules. I can learn more rules. I can read more spells. Uh, but I think you know, ultimately like, it's, we're making something for public consumption. People are going to feel ways about it. It's, yeah, sure. and that's good. And, and 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 I know that. I think it's that it's trying to balance that with this just innate perfectionism that is it's difficult. Yeah, know? I agree. Mm -hmm. Have you ever taken an approach to it like you do sometimes to like Whole30 and other diets? Have you ever been like, I'm not going to look for a week. I'm not going to look for a month. No, I think it would give I you. Think I, I think I have to go back and catch up on all that. Like I read every single YouTube comment, every single Reddit yeah. post, every single both Discord. What I'm suggesting is perhaps in the same way that those Whole 30s might be good for your system, getting rid of the sugar and other yeah. stuff. Maybe not looking at it for a little while will give you a nice set of perspective and be healthy for cleansing. I don't system. think you're wrong. I, I guess at do. this point, I'm just trying to make. Maybe sure. Maybe you could read the Pathfinder rules for a week <laughs> <laughs> instead of <laughs> fucking comments. The comments. I've read them. I've read we them. Should, should, they don't think. <laughs> they don't make any sense. You should make this somebody's job just to do a digest for you. So they pull out any rules yeah. related stuff. Because that's yeah, what I, I yeah. don't want to miss. Like, we've been fighting this Naga for three weeks, Grant. That's why I can't take time off. Because I want to, as much as I'm like trying to sift through the bullshit, like I'm trying to make sure, uh, how did that go? Well, I disagree with their opinion of that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm trying to, but that's a good point, Matthew. Maybe I need someone. That's to, like, what you do for me. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't read those things. Oh, you, yeah, you no, do that, and that you, you just job. send us a text. But yeah. like, by the way, did you know this is how lay on hands actually works? Yeah, like, but it oh, should be. It would that. be nice if someone else could do it other than a third party. <laughs> but that was <laughs> right. something that like I was wanting to do for a while too. Is just like because I was my job mostly to like look at the like company emails, mm-hmm. and I was just like every week like I'd love to get like a collection of like the best emails, people saying like uh, nice things about us, and just like have a little packet like hand it out to everybody. It's like I, I never did it. And it's like I get I I I, I kind of like fall off of replies because like I, especially back when we were doing restarting our live shows again, I got some really mean emails, and it was just like I feel it's like a it's like a hot stove. It's just like I can't I I have to force myself to go back. So I can't I, as you but, do with hot stoves, you just force yourself to hold your hand and right exactly longer exactly and longer. exactly like G Gordon Liddy. <laughs> well. Uh, I, I, I am excited to play. I am excited to come back, jump back in, and, and probably make I am too. I, we spent a lot of time complaining, and it's not. We I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. me too. And I, I think that there's there's a larger discussion here. We've had back a long time ago, and I and I've think I've come completely uh, to changing my opinion on it, which is this discussion of you know prioritizing narrative versus prioritizing mechanics. And you and I would talk in the early days of Cannon Fodder so much about how you know. Uh, Por que no los dos, right? Like you can have both. You can have a great story and follow the mechanics of the rules. Sometimes the mechanics of the rules make a great story. Mm-hmm. And I and I do agree with that. But I think that if you get it into your head the wrong way, it can absolutely ruin your enjoyment of the game mm-hmm. the, and the enjoyment of your own narrative. And so I think as a group, and this is what every group needs to do, we have to decide as we approach the end of Giant Slayer what we care about more as a group. Mm-hmm. Do we care more about telling a great story or do we care more about beating the giant slayer adventure without dying or with losing one, but still beating the adventure by the book, by the rules, because I would, I would say I would rather tell a great story at this point. I'm a little exhausted with the dark soulsy nature of trying to beat it and make and legitimately beat it. Like get, get platinum. I don't care about yeah, getting get platinum, platinum in Giant Slayer <laughs> I, anymore. Yeah. All I care yeah. about is I feel like Will is a person to me, mm-hmm. and I feel like if he dies because of a rule error, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. As long as it's a great story, I don't care. Uh, so, and I used to think differently and I just think that I'm, I'm changing in that way. And I think we all have to decide, like, is this a tactical game that we're playing or is it a narrative game? I mean, I think if uh, I kind of feel the same way, but if the difference is that if like Troy, if you theoretically, uh, intentionally misused a rule or ignored a rule to kill one of us, that would bother me. Yeah. If it's it's an honest mistake, then yeah, I don't care either. Right, right, right. Like the the way we did Deeper Darkness, um, that would have been shitty if someone died and then we're like, oh, Jeff, this this wasn't right. Let's Yeah, but but, but let's just ease back and just keep focusing on the moment and the narrative and the drama of that instead of going back and saying, that should have never happened. Well, you know what? It did happen. It's life. It happened. And so, like, just move on and make great story out of it. I think if we get caught up trying to parse the rules apart to where we're undoing all these things, it's just going to make us miserable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's why I wanted to have this discussion because I think it's interesting. I think it's for, interesting for all the listeners to kind of get a look at, the, you know, how much we care about this. And, yeah. And it's not just a... A hobby, um, you know. We're really, we're really trying, but uh, sometimes mistakes are made. <sighs> Last week, 
couple mistakes were made, but uh, we we settled on this horrible incorporeal demon creature appearing. Let's take a little zoom in on this. I used I brought a oh. new mini. I got rid of the one with the candelabra and brought this one in. I love that candelabra, though. Is that can I can I pick that up on consignment? Somewhere? You know what? Search the room after the fight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see if the candelabra is still there. But uh, yeah, pretty horrible. Uh, big black shadowy wings. A sort of a body that uh, disappears into the ground. All like basalt black red eyes fangs uh it's got a very fantasia night on bald mountain feel mm. to it it's horrible looking and uh, you know obviously i was trying i even said it last week i was trying to game the system a little bit having the summons happen after the prismatic spray uh but i redid it uh, on air had the pris- uh, array hit it which was an electricity ray and you now know that it's immune to electricity however it can now take its action and it's going to attempt to claw Nestor Coin. First claw. This is against Touch A Sizzle. 23. Uh, it's a hit. Okay. <gasps> you probably have one of the highest I do have a pretty a good Touch AC. Of the but, crew. Uh, yeah. Two points of regular, five points of cold. Okay. Just this cold hand reaches through your armor into your soul and you feel like uh, you had a, a, a brisk... Uh, a brisk breeze enter your lungs. A brisk iced tea. A brisk iced tea. Uh, second claw also hits with a 29 against touch. And this is very low damage. Two points of regular, one point of cold. Uh, then it just goes to bite you with its cold, cold fangs. And that's an 18 against touch. That's a miss. That's a miss. That is a miss. So Ooh, nice. And now... To end the round, the seventh round, unless I mistake. Wow. It is Sir Willamette Keswick's turn. You kept track. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Willamette! Sir Willamette Keswick! Um, <laughs> that was a very Larry David. Okay. Sir Will, seeing this creature. <laughs> <laughs> He is permanently confused. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, give me a D100. I oh, completely God, forgot about that. No, right. he has a reprieve from it for some time. Oh, yes, you use that Johnski that... I thought I had Hold something. on, let me log on to the Reddit and complain about Troy getting that wrong. <laughs> uh, right, right. I edited uh, last week. What was it? It was... Uh, you did, did something that removed that condition temporarily. It suppressed it? Yes, there is a temporary suppression. Uh, my username is Laval Lame, <laughs> and I like to. Compl- is that you? That's me. That's me. Uh, uh, oh, I think I use the mercy on myself in Sorcelled. Yes. Yeah. What does that do? Uh, yes, because I remember you like. You, I used to spell. I used to spell magic and rolled against it and was successful. But it works like dispel magic. But instead of dispelling it, it temporarily suppresses it. Um, uh, for the duration. All right, so this is why this is really important, because when this fight ends, if you are still fucked up, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the only one that has the power to take it away, but you need to rest in order to learn the spell right. to take it away, right? What's that? <laughs> you were looking at your iPad the whole time. I'm like, he's listening, right? Yeah, no, no. no. When this combat ends, I can't believe I have to repeat this. <laughs> he's still looking at his iPad. You stop it! Wait till he stops. And then, you, then you're the only one that has the capability of removing it, but you have to rest in order to get the spell to do it, or no? Uh, I don't have the capability of removing it. You Me- don't. Metra does. I do. 
We have. Oh wait, no, it's all that like heal stuff. Limited right? wish, wish. Yeah, there, I don't know how this is all going to work. There is one who knows how to remove it. And is, is, are we at shadows. this point where <laughs> a character who is not a part of the main party right now uh, is the only one that can remove it? What are the what are the spells? Wish. Limited. You know this. It's greater restoration. Greater restoration. Heal. Paladin? We have regular restoration. I don't Limited know. wish, miracle, or wish. Do you have a greater restoration scroll zone? We have okay. regular restoration. I do not believe we have greater restoration. That's a that's a big ass. That's a expensive. Uh, expensive the, okay. A fourth. It's a fourth level paladin, yeah. Johnski. Can you Wait. cast fourth level spell? Oh yeah, I can. I just don't have it prepared. Okay, so this is the problem. It's Wait. like essentially, if you all survive, that's just regular restoration. Greater restoration is a seventh level paladin spell. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. You're it's, right. it's enormous. Actually, it's not even. It doesn't. It's only cleric, oracle, and shaman. Uh, yeah. I brought it up on D twenty PFSRD, and I forgot to uh, go down there. Wow. That's end of book boss type of spell, baby. You need seventh level. So this is a problem. Should you survive? Wait. They how, need to uh, knock you unconscious and tie you up. No, that's not true. The way we get out of it is by hoping and casting protection from evil on them every time it comes back to give them a new free save against it. We haven't done that yet. Oh. That's our biggest thing. We can give him a new save against this with protection from evil. No, no. It's no. mind control, right? No. It's not mind control, though. Oh, this is super curse, right? That's why I need seventh level. Yeah. Yeah, this is... This We're is bummed. I did that thing where I Google insanity without writing Pathfinder. <laughs> 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 it's not even the third result. We can also just... <laughs> we can also just kill him. And then so resurrect we'll, him? Perfect. Well, then we'll, we'll get a new character for Joe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or one of us, like we could kill any one of us could die. It'd be like a soccer substitution. Yeah, it's like we die, we're out of the game uh, permanently, and then whoever the substitute comes in can can save it. Can't we all agree the only logical solution here is for Baron to die, Adriel to re-enter, and save Zerwell? Well, you know what, uh, Troy, I'm looking at it now since you Google it. School enchantment effect compulsion. I believe protection from evil says any compulsion based thing. It is a mind affecting John. Yeah. So let me just quickly look, read you protection from evil. Uh, bodily contact. Now that the subject immediately receives another saving throw if one was allowed to begin with, which I believe it was, against any spells or effects that possess or exercise mental control over the creature. And you get a plus two to the roll. So I don't see why protection from evil wouldn't at least give him one roll. Is this. An ability that it, that exercises or exercises mental control. No, yeah, that's, that's, the that's the thing. They just yeah. drove him mad. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 yes. It says including enchar- enchantment, charm, effects, and compulsion. But the previous part is has to possess or exercise mental control, which is yeah, yeah. really uh, what's going on here. So the only reason I bring it up is uh, you've got a problem you're going to have to deal with at some point. But right now, what would you like to do? I'm going to take this moment to uh, go back to everything that we said in the intro and parse apart the rules to the point that it grinds everything to a halt. <laughs> uh, I am rereading. Uh, it, by the way, it wasn't in source, but it was protection from evil. And um, but you definitely said in source because we had a lot of fun with that. And don't take that away. Yeah, from the us. word in source came up. The word in source, I believe, came up okay. when Far- I cured Metra of her. Thing. Yes. Her you, nausea. You mercied her. Uh, or did I uh, uh, stalwart her? Anyway, I know I stalwart I didn't know if I did both. Ensorcelled. Great word. Apologies to ensorcelled. <laughs> we, uh, let's, let's lift the veil here for a second. Uh, we have edited out about 25 minutes of conversation <laughs> about protection from evil, dispel magic, insanity, confusion, 
break enchantment, heal, wish, limited wish, you name it. Blindness, deafness. All down the line. That did come up. And I'll spare you all of the drama. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the conversation is Sir Will's confusion effects are not suppressed. He is permanently insane, and we have no ability to change that. I don't know what's going to happen with this story. I'm very concerned about it at the moment. But for right now, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to roll on the confusion table for my action. That's good. Uh, the confusion. We also discuss just uh, metagaming a little bit and murdering Will in his sleep so that we could bring in a new character. Yeah, there was a lot of laughs about tying me up and throwing me out the moon door. And <laughs> I whispered to Skid, just kill him. Just kill him. And just I'm more than happy to do it. I just... Be easy enough. It's sure easy. Look at, look, at, look at him. Look at the size of him. <laughs> uh, right. I would like to summarize one point because we love to talk about rules as well. The protection from evil that I use to temporarily suppress seems to be in our reading, and we all agree with this, limited to uh, spells that are exerting a dominance effect over the mind of the creature, mind controlling them in some way, whether or that's possession. charm or possession, compulsion, etc. While insanity does have the compulsion uh, keyword attached to it, the spell is instantaneous, which means it instantly happened and went away. There is no mental control over Sir Will. He is just now suffering from a permanent effect of that spell that is not magical. It is just in him, mm-hmm. and there's no way to break it with a simple dispel magic or protection from evil. I'm he proud of higher level magic. all of you for not trying to argue. Well, one could say that insanity is trying to exercise mental control. Yeah, typically, typically with those on the other end is a creature. There is a creature that did something. Mm -hmm. Even though the creature casts prismatic spray, the creature has no control over what those rays did or the effects that they have. They're instantaneous. That's also that that kind of spell. That that's an active spell that's ongoing. Right. Whereas, yeah, since this is instantaneous, it's like it drove you insane. It's like, boom, in a second. Exactly. It broke your brain. Now your brain is broken. You're under no magical effects at this point. You are under a mundane effect that was caused by a magical spell. Exactly. And to quote Matthew, who put it perfectly during this whole argument, if you cast blindness, deafness on someone, dispel magic does not remove the blindness. You are just blind. Only remove blindness can then remove that effect. The spell is not continuing to hover around you magically. You are mundanely just blind even though a spell caused it. Alright, here we go. Ha! Ha! 69, what'd you roll? 96. I just, I just oh. I'm the nearest creature. 96, <laughs> attack nearest creature. Oh. Oh, no. well, for this purpose, a familiar counts as part of the subject spells uh, as, as our house rule that Troy made up because he hates animal companions. I will roll a 50% chance that I attack Lexington. I don't recall what that. Uh, 51 or higher is Metra. 51 or higher is Metra. 34. So once again, he attacks Lexington. Uh, I, think, I think we just said with the butt of his... Um, John. No, you have to use your wolf's bane leash, I believe, <laughs> to whip, whip it. To wow, whip a ch- choke chain. Uh, yeah, so he's he's um, all Lexington wants to do is help and fight this this shadow demon, and Sir Will is pulling him away, and Sir Will is fighting, or uh, Lexington is fighting Sir Will to not pull away from the creature, and so he just says, "What's wrong with you, you filthy animal?" And he hits him. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Especially You're so dirty. Lexington's is so fresh and clean. Uh, that is a hit. Of course, it's always going to be a hit, and I'll, I'll figure out the damage. 
Go on. Go on. Okay. Lexington must know that you're not in your right mind. Exactly. Or he doesn't, and it'll be a very Arr! sad end. It's it really so is. sad. I keep thinking about the man who loved bears. Or Marty Stauffer. I can't get the fucking image out of my mind. It makes me really sad. Go away. Eighth round. Nestor Coin no longer charmed. Yeah, Nestor is, uh, I would like to have a word with her. And he is going to take a five-foot step away from the Shadow Demon and unleash a full attackings. Uh, Point-blank shot, deadly aim, rapid shots, etc. First attack with the old Jota is a 36 to hit. 36 is a hit. And okay. now what is the bonus on old Jolter? Plus two, plus three, plus four? Uh, it is a... Jolter is a plus one, I believe. Okay. Um, we're just don't roll electricity and then give me the damage and DR will apply. Okay. Uh, damage minus electricity uh, is 48 points of regular damage. Okay. So I take away the DR and then I have that where it's an incorporeal creature. Right, okay. Um, so I'll just do that for myself. Okay. Uh, second attack, uh, DR will not apply. Right. After this. Uh, second attack is a 32 to hit. 32 is a hit. Okay. Uh, that is 22 points of regular damage. Okay. All right. Third attack. Oh, man. Uh, 31. That's a hit. Okay. That is 27 points of regular damage. Okay. Fourth attack. There we go. That is a 39 to hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is 25 points of regular damage. Okay. Final attack. There we go. Natty 18. Uh, That is a... Yeah, it's a 30 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, uh, that is 21 points regular damage. And the Shadow Demon is banished. Wow. Baby. Twang, 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 twang. This Naga twang, has twang. to know. Like, <laughs> this Naga has to know she's in trouble. Yeah. She's like, Where are you, you snake? <laughs> Show yourself. You've got to pay, love. You've got to pay for what you've done to old Nestor Coin. It is Metra's turn. Uh, Metra will level her finger at the uh, the basket directly to the west of her. Okay. And disintegrate it. And disintegrate it. It gets a little <laughs> attempted to save. Natural one. Uh, how many points of damage? Uh, I believe it's an object, so it's gone. Ten by ten square. <laughs> yeah. Ten All by right. ten. Ten <laughs> by ten cube of non-living matter. It just simply disintegrates. You thought it was an object. All of a sudden, the barrel stands up. <laughs> stop, stop treating that barrel like an object. Uh, and then it's I a wicker will, gunda. Metro will move to stand up to the north of the room behind the ruins, uh, or the where the former northernmost basket used to stand. Yes. All right. There are two baskets remaining. Let's keep things moving with Baron Redheart. Okay, the summon creature being so readily handled by Nestor changed my plans. I was going to stride over to Metra and cast protection from evil upon her mm. to help prevent, uh, let her stand. That will not tough. remove her insanity, Grant. I'm trying to get rid of Metra's insanity, and I have been for the last hundred episodes. Uh, it is um, 
Baron's going to ready an action, and that is to take a single attack uh, against the Naga, should it appear in either of the two remaining baskets. Alrighty then. And he will do so with uh, Deadeye, if necessary, to resolve against Touch AC, should it appear in the westernmost one. Okay. Um, Which is still a standard action, because that would be... It's easy to apply. Okay, well, on the western side of the room, the Naga does appear. Right next to me. And the good news is, uh, it is outside, you are outside of the range of its charming gaze. This is another point of contention. Did I talk about this or did I talk about this off air? The charming gaze is an active effect that has to be dealt with regardless of whether you're ready to action or not. You can also use uh, the Charming Gaze as a standard action. The one that's going off before you're ready to actions, like happened a week ago, is the one that's like, you're looking at the Naga, you got to deal with it. Right now, it's not a problem uh, because you're outside of that range, so go ahead and take that attack. Fantastic. It has a similar range to my pistol. Interesting. Come on, baby. That's going to hit against Touch AC with a 13 on the die. Uh, what is the total? Uh, the total is going to be take off rapid shot and should be... It's at least 30. Okay. Is that okay? Yes. Give me a 50% mischance. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Displacement. Displacement. All right. The Oh, I have a single. Wow, Grant, that's really far away. And you can hit against Touch AC. That's cool. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Were you doing me? I was doing you. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's just everything you guys do are very cool. <laughs> very cool to me. Very cool that your AC is that up. Uh, that is a 74 against the concealment. Against Touch AC? Yep, 74 against Touch AC. That's how I hit that far away. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's good to go. Okay, here comes the damage. 32 points of damage. 32 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> She's going to die soon. Not all of it gets through. What? What? All right. Um, Troy has placed a, uh, a cone diagram on the board. The old 60-foot cone. Just trying to see where I'm at here. All hanging out. Spend a day on Coney Island. (laughs) Old Coney Island. I was just in Coney Island, by the way. I stood right outside the cyclone. No one was on it in the dead of winter. Mm. How sad. Yeah. What a sad story. uh, always a bummer at this time of year. Yeah. Cone, but not forgotten. So, I could choose to use prismatic spray in a way that would hit everyone but Baron. How many freaking prismatic sprays do you have? At will? Well, this is this would be the fourth one. And oh my uh goodness. I don't want to say how many there are left. But uh let's just say the the cup's getting a little dry. <laughs> You got to stop at a truck stop, fill that back up. <laughs> a little hot and black. Um, a little cream and shook. Get free refills. Oh man! I mean, this is this is the thing. Like, insanity's bad. This your situation is bad. Everything else has kind of been good. The Vrock got the worst of it. You got the second worst of it. Um, anything could go bad well, if kept, I do this. You kept threatening about the green, the green ray, the green ray. God, if I could just act normally, but it's really very rare to act normally. It's not very rare. It's just as likely as anything else. But it's just not coming up. 
Yeah. Is it is it a 25, 25, 25, 25 split on confusion? Yeah, it's twenty five percent chance. Yeah, you know, there's act normally and then there's do nothing, which is uh, just is better than hitting yourself in the face. Yeah, one in four. I don't really care about the HP damage at this point. I just really want to act normally, even yeah. for a round. I did it and I wasted it on what we now realize is a, a thing I couldn't do. I could have done something else that would actually help the party, but whatever. One in four is currently, what is it, the, isn't that the uh, COVID infection rate in New York City right now? <laughs> so, the chances are good that you could act normally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one way to look at it. She slithers up out of the basket, her head pops up, and she's like, You are strong, but I am stronger! And she unleashes a fireball <gasps> that is uh, maximized by the metamagic uh, feat. Oh, no. Maximized spell. So Metris or Will and Baron uh, all roll a reflex save. Oh, oh. no. It's <laughs> a very important save. Um, important so that's still not all of us. You're excluding, um, excluding Sir Nestor. Will looks right at Because Nestor is outside of the range. I can hit all three of you. Metro is going to step onto the ethereal plane. Oh, wait. I'm excluded? No. Yeah, Nestor, you're excluded. Oh, I am. Okay. You're, yeah, it's just in the middle of uh, Metro, Sir Will, and Baron. Okay. Uh, so Lexington will need a reflex save as well. You're going to step onto the ethereal plane? I'll eat through step. Okay. And that's a what? A Swifty? I believe it's an immediate. Immediate Maybe. action. Okay. And you can do that multiple times per day? It's just a spell. Okay. Uh, great. Joe, what'd you roll? Sir Will rolled a 22, mm-hmm. and Lexington rolled a 32. Baron? Spell, spell, like ability? Spell. It's a fireball. All right, this is big. <laughs> <laughs> Plus two for a 38. 38. Uh, all right, so you have evasion? I do not. You do not. So you all take 30 points of damage. Um, that was a fail? No, that's I mean, that 22 was a pass? Yeah, 22 was a pass. Oh, wow. wow. I guess because it's a third-level spell. Yeah, uh, yeah low-level spell. Would have been 60 points of damage so maximized. 30 damage. Yep. Uh, and then she uh, peeks back down into the Jonski. Moving right along. It is Sir Will's turn. Sir Will looks around and says, I am burning! <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Chicken and cheesecake! Anytime, Sir Will. Anytime you'd like to join us. I would if you would tell me what's happening here. I'm enraged! Uh, Stop hitting your dog in the back of the head and start attacking that snake. Would you talk to me like that? He's so pissed, he's going to deal 1d8 points of damage plus strength modifier to self with item in hand. Uh, because the um, Naga... I mean, confusion, if a creature attacks you, you just immediately attack that creature. But it's not visible. So I assume I have to roll well, on the table. Well, I think that it's superseded by the uh, uh, the sentence that if you are unable to do the action you are supposed to as a confused creature, you babble incoherently. So I don't think you roll. I think you just babble incoherently until that Naga shows up again. I think under the, I think he's right. Yeah, because I did attack. A confused so you- character who can't carry out the indicated action does nothing but babble incoherently. There you go. All right, then. Uh, so, yeah, he, he looks around. It's just like, that, that bow shot fire at me. Where is it? I can't see it. Where is it gone? That was very that coherent. That was quite coherent. I understood quite every coherent. word of that. Oh, right. It was like a definite right. truth. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> you could say real words. I could say real words. That's okay. bad, but no, that's right, though. 
Yeah, just read. He ja- could say real words, but that what uh, he did was read, a totally valid. Read a bit of Ulysses by James Joyce. Next what time was that go. word? Ulysses. Whoa! Whoa! The sky diamonds. Oh, oh, my friend Edis, when we, we were playing in, in eighth grade, he uh, <laughs> it was a similar effect. It's like you have to babble and go here. It's like babble and go here. He's like, ah, goat. Like, I, 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 I always think of that, like whatever someone's about. I, I gotta, yeah. If you're gonna read James Joyce to Babylon incoherently, you should you just read a page of Finnegan's Wake. Okay, <laughs> I'll bring that up for next round. Please do. All right, so read then that, I'll go to Finnegan's Asleep. <laughs> it's the top of the ninth round, and it's Nestor's turn. Holy oh, shit! That's good. Uh, all right, so Nestor, I'm gonna hold. Yeah, you're oh, actually, right next no, to that doesn't... one of the last remaining two baskets. Uh, actually, all right, Nestor, no, he's not going to hold. He is going to move away from the basket and get on the spot of the one of the ba- destroyed baskets to the lower left-hand side of the room. And I'm... Yeah, I guess I'm going to fire one shot at the one that I was just near. At that basket. Yeah, I don't even know. Actually, you know what? I'm going to use one of my flaming arrows. Ah, okay. Uh, and natural one. Oh, shit. Confirm. Uh, natural 18 on the confirm. Okay, so, so just, just a miss. Waste. Zoom, zoom. Ah, that was expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this should be interesting. It is Metra's turn. Okay. Uh, Still on the ethereal plane? No, I'm not. I come out of the ethereal plane. What kind of action is that? It's it's only the eth- the ether step only lasts until your next turn. How convenient! But now all I can do is move. Thanks, Cobalt Press. Yeah, I like to think of it like uh, a wave of the ocean, like covering you up as you're laying at its edge for like one brief moment and then receding. Yeah, it's very poetic, mm. Grant. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I can only move, so Metro awesome. will move. Uh, yeah, that would have been sixty points of damage. You ain't making that DC twenty reflex. Sick. Metro is gonna move. Is gonna <laughs> move to the east and duck kind of behind the this little edge of the wall here. Oh, okay. Little uh, little bookcase shenanigans. Little hair of the dog. Little edge of the wall. I like it. <laughs> when in Rome. When in Rome. <laughs> it is Baron Red Peak's turn. Uh, Red Peak. Full hearts. Can't lose. Um, Baron is going to stand where he is. <laughs> Babbling incoherently. And uh, how dare you? How dare you call the song of my people, uh, Friday Night Lights, <laughs> anything but totally coherent. Uh, Baron's going to stand where he is and ready in action to fire at a barrel should a Naga show up in them. Okay. Or any other hostile creature. I'll fire at them, too. Okay. And with your current situation, that you've got a barrel that's 25 feet away from you, and then you get one that is uh, 60 fi- uh, 70 feet away. You have the same touch AC because you have long shot. I will. The one that is further away, I, as I said last turn, am using Deadeye if it were to show up there for free as part of a standard action. Uh, I'm just expanding a little bit of grit to be able to resolve against touch AC at that distance. Use that grit! Use that grit! But I do have a long shot, uh, which gives me 50 feet. That barrel is 60 feet away. Okay. Okay. Ah, the Naga appears at the uh, out of the basket that is near uh, the staircase leading up on the southeastern portion of the room. Baron, roll against its charming gaze. Will save? <gasps> yes. Spell, spell like ability? Supernatural ability. Supernatural. And we're talking. 
about a 21. <gasps> that is a fail. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, of all the people. And you just... <gasps> what goes through your Wait, mind here? plus five, 26. Yes. You're right. Yeah. And yeah! <laughs> we all sat here forgetting that for a Never yeah, forget yeah. that plus five. Uh, oh, I'm logging back oh. into the Reddit to complain about Troy. Oh. <laughs> you tried to sneak one past the goalie, LaValle. <laughs> that would have been a You tried to get you pregnant? Yes. Would have been I'm, I'm oh Troy's my God. third child. <laughs> Pass that Christmas, please. Uh, non-lethally take out Sir Will. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll your attack. Uh, that will hit against Touch AC for sure with a... Uh, 27. 27 hits. Give me that 50% miss chance. You are due for a miss. Come on. Come. 99 last week. Two passes this week. 40. There it is. There it is. And here's this. Because she just... With her eyes, you kind of first... You had to fight looking against her. There's something so sexy about her. And she just blows something out of her mouth. And all of a sudden, the ground beneath you starts to disappear as a pit... Oh, no. oh no! Underneath you, give me a reflex save. Oh, dude, this is using our own weapons against us. Uh, that is that a spell or spelling ability? <laughs> that is a spell. Thirty. Thirty. Well, here's the good news: you don't fall into the acid pit. Oh, oh my god! I but, have a long history with acid pits on this network, and I don't appreciate you bringing this back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> However, you jump directly to the side, and now you are. On the edge of that pit. Should you end your turn there next round, you'll have to roll again for fear of falling into the acid. You just see down the bottom, bubble, 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 bubble. And then she (laughs) disappears. Did you, you just decided which square I jumped into, I'm guessing? I did. Okay. I did, yeah. Just checking. I did, yeah, because that's the. <laughs> there that's, real he is. Cool. that's real cool. That's, that's really cool. I just want to say that so you cool. just you just decided. <laughs> you just, uh, I jumped in. <laughs> Does the book say you go to the one directly? Oh the West well, you know, know, you, you just that. yeah. I mean, it's so cool that you know. Thank, thanks for moving my piece for me. I didn't want to <laughs> click my mouse. Well, when, um, thank you. I thought I'd move you to the nearest direct open space and not the one uh, acrobatically around. You mean look, the basket? What about, what about this th- th- this one? That's like a day. Yeah, and it's a, a destroy dying. basket. No, you had other people standing. I just find it interesting. Oh, that's true. That's true. I just find it interesting that you decided. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting when it's <laughs> usually random. That's cool. That's, Wait, uh, I'm so yeah. happy that Grant hasn't formed an opinion either way on the action. He's just commenting, <laughs> He's just commenting on that on, it's an interesting topic It to is discuss. interesting. He's right. right. Grant, interesting. to be fair, there are one, two, three, four. You know what randomly could be in the pit? <laughs> Two. Uh, no, one, two, three, four, five different options. One being down, two, well, I, that, three, one, that one doesn't make sense because it's the edge of a, of a... Really? But yeah. Well, let's let's throw it in there, though, huh? You're very spry. Give me a D6 roll and re-roll a six. Three. 
You go to the one you wanted to go to. <laughs> you know why? Because I believe the universe protects me at all times. And as long as we leave it up to a die roll, everything's going to be all right. The beauty of that space that you wanted is now you can take a five-foot step and not still be adjacent to the pool. Poop salad. It is Sir Will's turn. Sir Will, give me that confusion roll. Things are about to change, I think, this round. I'm tired of sitting around here not doing anything. And so I rolled a natural five. Ooh. Act normally. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> All right. I pulled up a page of Finnegan's Wake for you and everything. What is a normal action in go, go, this go, moment? Go, go, go. You shake out of it. Uh, uh. Yeah, he shakes out of it. Lexington, I am sorry. Lexington's like fighting against him. Um, and I had an idea, but the problem is the range... Uh, every oh, metro, you're too far away. Why'd you run away from the barrel? So I wouldn't be hit by another cone. Uh, so you wouldn't be hit by another cone. Cone in sixty seconds. Cone in sixty seconds. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, Metro, but you're 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 too far, and I don't think that there's anything I can do about it. Um, he's gonna just take this time while she's invisible, and there's nothing else he can do. He's going to say. My friends, I'm sorry. I, I know not what's wrong with me. Please take the guidance of Day and save yourselves. And he's going to raise his sword up into the air, his lance rather up into the air, and cast Beacon of Luck, uh, which will... Oh, this white light shines forth uh, from him as a person. Please, Day, even bless Nesta. And he will wash over you a bit of luck, essentially. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, But the way that it's not going to work on attacks, uh, while the beacon of luck is in effect, I gain a plus two sacred bonus on all saving throws. As an immediate action before any saving throw is made, allies within the area... Oh, interesting. I think it's... I think it's... uh, I think it's ongoing. Sorry. So I think, Metro, you could get into this radius. Oh, great. So it's a 30-foot radius around me. As an immediate action, before any saving throw is made, allies in the area can choose to benefit from this luck, rolling twice and taking the better result. Wow. Um, Every, once, everyone within 30 feet, which is everybody? Um, and I'm at Metro's out. Metro. Right. I just need to put a, a, a halo around me because it's an active, ongoing spell that lasts several minutes. How many feet? I got you. 30 feet. Okay. Uh, anybody, while you're in there, you can benefit from this bit of luck whenever you want on a saving throw one time. A saving... Th- oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, so if there's like a prismatic spray or if there's something else, uh, mind control, anything she does, you mm-hmm. can choose to use it. Once you use it, you can't benefit from it again for 24 hours. Awesome. That's great. So he puts out this beacon of luck, and uh, and then he is going to... Mm, I can't move in a way that's going to cover everybody, so he's going to stay near this this back barrel for the moment where she may pop up. Okay, very cool. Let's move into round 10. And it is Nestor's turn. Okay, Nestor is going to take stock, level his gaze, recalibrate his sights, and uh, do a full attack on the basket that he was shooting at before. The one right to the west. Yeah, to the west. So... Yeah, okay. Okay, this is behind the winding staircase that you came up to get into this room. Okay. Come on, Nesta. First attack is a 32 to hit. Yep. All right. And 
That is 57 points of damage, and five that, of which is electricity. That is enough to take that basket out. <laughs> okay, nice. cool. Uh, and then he will turn his attentions to the other basket. Oh, this would be the amazing. High-level basket combat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Watch it's, out. I know. This is almost like high-level training. It's like martial training. Yeah. Just in a room, just shooting barrels. Uh, that is a 42 to hit. That is a hit. 30 points of damage. Six elect. 30 points of damage is actually not enough. Okay. One more attack. Natty 17 on the old Dizai and another 30 points of damage on the bass goat. That is enough to destroy. <laughs> yeah. The final I mean, look. Basket. Outside of all these magical creatures and unbelievable world breaking you know, nonsense that we do in this game, just think about how incredible it would be to see somebody, an archer, with two arrows go dunk dunk and explode a yeah. wooden barrel <laughs> into just pieces and, and just shards. The, the explosion of lightning. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like shattering the... It's so cool. <laughs> this is like every RPG video game ever. There's <laughs> always a point where you're going to like be blowing up baskets or yeah. barrels. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I checked them, each of the remnants for money. <laughs> I feel like there was a wasn't there a college humor sketch like back in the day where they it was like is it like an RPG house it was like a family in the town and like the hero just like comes into their house and starts rooting through all their stuff I yeah. feel like it was a college humor sketch but it was so funny they're like what, what are you doing and they're just like I'm looking for gold <laughs> yeah. doors. I always comment on that whenever I'm streaming uh, Wrath of the Righteous or whatever I'm just like pardon me <laughs> pardon me with your third attack <laughs> you destroy the final basket. <gasps> and Lineratus appears. Yes! yes. <laughs> this is amazing. What a cool combat. Bastard in a basket! <laughs> do you have any attacks left? That was three, right? I do. I do, actually. I have a, I have a couple left. Okay. Uh, says, there you are, love. Uh, do do Oh, shoot. Uh, that is a 30... No, wait. Uh Sorry, what happens with the gaze? What happened with Nestor's gaze? Uh, he's outside of the range of the gaze. Do you, right now. If you get over it, do you have to re-roll it each time? Yeah, you see it's, a, her? it's a constantly active okay. effect. Twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five is a miss. All I right, even have your roll. Final so. attack is also a miss. Okay, the baskets are gone. The Naga <laughs> is visible. <laughs> yes. What is going to happen? It is Metra's turn. She is hiding behind the bookcase. Did we? Can't even see it. Did we, when uh, Nestor has hit the Naga in the past, right? No, I think Baron is the only one that's hit it. Did we ever roll knowledge on her? You, the ultimate question I'm going to ask is, uh, what's her relationship to electricity? You don't know. I don't know. She summoned a creature from a list, so you can probably gather that she doesn't necessarily sh- share the same resistances just because a creature had resistance to it. So I don't think you have a reason to believe it's resistant to electricity. Yeah, but that's a high-level spell to spend without the knowledge. High-level spell to spend without the knowledge. I'm guessing that... Uh, let's see. How many uses of the quick and metamagic rod do I have? Great. Okay, Metra is going to take a five-foot step out from behind the bookshelf. Okay, uh, yep, you can see her from there. She will now use the Quicken Metamagic Rod to cast a fireball. So go ahead and have uh, your friend 
and not behind the Naga. Roll a reflex save on that. Reflex on the Jonski. 28. Okay, you pass. You're just going to take half damage. Okay, and do you have to roll displacement? Yeah, roll 50% mischance no. for fire. Oh, no, I'm damage. sorry, yep. Okay. Of scorching ray. So you're going to take 14 points of damage. That's all you got? Yeah, well, you have to. Uh, and then... She's a wily snake. <laughs> She's a cold-hearted snake. That's what She's she a cold-hearted is. snake. snake. Look into her eyes, Baron. <laughs> I wish you five foot step right into her. Oh, case. you guys! All right, you guys are just too perfectly lined up for me not to do this. I'm just going to cast haste on chain light. There we oh. go. Uh, Amazing! So now I can hack you to pieces. Quick and John to oh, that's a good idea. Should I exclude Sir Will from the haste? Can you? <laughs> yeah. Attack himself multiple times. I'm going to exclude Sir Will from the haste. Okay. Oh wait, I might need him. No, I need him to I get think the you, to complete the chain. I think you yeah. need. Yeah. Never. You don't have to can cast haste. Never break the chain. Never break. But I can give you, you both an extra break. attack. That's that's significant, significant extra damage. I think. I think. At your bit, high I think we got it. She is dead this round. Yeah. Sir Will's not even going to get a turn as Baron melts her. This is right. it. It is Baron's turn. Yeah. She is visible, but he is at the edge of the pit. A misfire is probably the only thing that's going to keep him from killing her. But Did you draw it, the pit? No. Yeah. The, oh, you can't see the pit? Well, no, I can't, but I can five foot step away from it, you said, at the beginning of my term, based off of the square I walked into. Yeah, I'm wondering, oh, I put it on the jam layer uh, here, just so you can see and, where it is. Yep. Okay. Oh! Isn't that a cute pit? Oh! That's a cute little pit! Cute little pit! Steps away from the pit, filled with acid boiling below, threateningly sees Loranitus without any any means of escape with all the baskets exploded around him and yells out, Loranatus! You know what happens where I come from when we find a snake in our boot? <laughs> we kill it. Just like this. Blah, blah, blah! <laughs> and he lets out a shot, which will certainly be a crit. So we'll go, snake! Wow, the snake! <laughs> Uh, There's a snake in my boot. 23 against Touch AC. Uh, that is hit roll displacement, 50% mischance. I hate your displacement. <laughs> Don't you displace me. <laughs> Don't you dare displace me. Okay. 75. Oh, nice. boy. <laughs> Give me that damn zone. I'm so nervous right now. Dude, she's so dead. It's all good. 36 points of damage on the first attack. Okay, not all that gets through, but you do hit her. Your DR is over, if that over, is why it's not going through anymore. It was stone skin. Oh, it was stone oh. skin. Oh. So she had points that were being taken away. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. That is going to be a 34. 50% mischance. There it is. 10. Okay. Oh, no. What do you got, nine more attacks? Uh, because of haste, I have three more. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 22 against touch. Barely. Ooh, dang. 50% Jonski. 43. Oh, oh come on. Oh, this is amazing. Come on. Come on. Come Natural 20. Oh! oh! You want the Oh, my God. What does this confirm first? Yeah. You're so mean. Uh, <laughs> that is a 23 against touch. Confirm now. Yes. Oh! 50%. Oh! Miss John. Last time I had your roll this for the Joe. 25. Oh, no! That's it! Oh, she's the worst! Last attack! This is including the hasted attack, Grant? It is. This is it. Uh, That is a hit. If it's concealed... Oh, let's see. 22. Oh, no! What? Oh, no. 
Dude, wow. somebody could get, because you screwed it up, somebody could get permanently sent to another dimension. Because of you. Isn't that interesting that you'd Isn't say that? that? It's, so, it's, so, <laughs> it's, interesting that you'd, it's you'd, so interesting that you'd point that out, Joe. <laughs> so, so very interesting. All right. I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, here we go. I have two options right now, and I can't decide what I want to do. I'm going to lift the veil here. I am either going to do one of two things. I'm either going to cast a spell that removes her from the combat. Oh. Or I'm going to step forward and use my final prismatic spray on all of you. Thereby most likely sealing her death unless you all fail. And I can't decide what to do. So I'll decide next week. Oh, oh no! You're going to start next week with just uh, the comment ending with nothing? Yeah. Come on. Maybe. <laughs> Get out of here. All they right. didn't yell time out during World War II, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.